0: Fit for Life Radio, episode number 114. Staying bundled up here in southeastern Virginia. It's cold, man. Dude, this, I mean, this is it. This is always... This is why I think I don't like get excited for my birthday. Because, <laughs> you know, there's just snow and... Because my birthday is January 9th. And, and sadness. And it's always, like, the, the coldest part of the year here. You and it doesn't even get... I mean, it gets right to... Freezing. Freezing, which...
1: That's cold enough, man. It's cold enough. It was like 26 this morning. I know. And I almost died getting in my car because there's still ice everywhere. I'm unprepared. I'm unfit for this.
0: Unfit for snow life. (laughs) And then with cold snow life, in January also comes the time of year where a lot of people are gung-ho. Making changes. Making changes with the fitness stuff. And here we are about three weeks in little over, and most people, I think, especially November, December, right, we, we end up putting a lot of the stuff off because we say, you know what, January's coming up. I'm going to uh, do it then. The holidays will be over, and I'm going to do it then. I'm going to tighten up. Uh, I'm going to be firing on all cylinders, you know. So we, so we go into that pause, I'm going to put things on pause over the holidays because this time is coming up where I can unpause
1: and then I'm going to restart
0: Yep, and restart when everything's perfect. Right. But then what happens, you know, January comes two weeks into January and big work project comes, or maybe you get sick and what happened to the the perfect clean slate, you know? And the reality is it, it never comes. Nah. And even if it does, it's for, it's going to be for such a short amount of time. It's not how our real life is going to be. So navigating, so taking some approach that only fits into this, like, perfect one week of the year, this time perfect calm week is not going to be helpful anyways. Right.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of us fall into the trap of thinking when I'm like when I'm less stressed or when I'm less overwhelmed, I'll do this. And then when you find that one week of reprieve, you decide to start and then you forget that the rest of your life does not look like that. Mm hmm. And, and I think that speaks to maybe needing to make larger changes in your life, whatever that may be, maybe a different job or just, you know, not doing as much as you do, maybe taking less off – you're taking more off your plate. Um, yeah. But we end up hitting that pause because we're not, we're not set up
0: yeah. for that. And let's be real. Like, most people, <laughs> like, they don't need to think about quitting their job first. No, <laughs> God, no. no <laughs> because no, most no. people, if we go back to – because, like, that gives people another all or nothing, right? yeah. Oh, well, true, I can yeah. quit my job. That's the problem. So I'm not going to do anything, right? The reality is when you go back, we had an episode a few weeks ago on, yeah, just going through your phone and seeing how much time you spend on there. You can find the minutes you need typically, mm-hmm. you know, unless, and don't get me wrong, and again, you may not be able to quit, so you have to find, but yeah, there it is an uphill challenge, especially if you work, you know, as a nurse and that you have rotating night shifts and, like it's hard yeah, to find there that is time.
1: sometimes where but you can still
0: prioritize and find some time and on this dial what we're getting at is yeah and reinforcing something we've talked about tons of times before is don't take the light switch approach you know on off only there's only two speeds one in 10 yep you know the reality is you want it to be a dial right there's different stages and you, you can kind of go back and forth based on where you're at. Maybe, yeah, you do get a, a week stretch, a two-week stretch where you can turn up the dial, but then also be okay with, I have to turn the dial down, and establishing those lower level stages and habits mm-hmm. and being okay, okay with them. because yeah, Those are probably the most important to be yeah. able to fall back on. And <coughs> we're going to go through some examples kind of through exercise movement, nutrition, just to kind of reinforce and tell you like it's okay to do some of these basic things. Um, for one, we'll start with exercise, right? A lot of people will, yeah, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. Right. So I'm going to go six days a week. And I think back to, uh, P90X, right. Mm -hmm. And their program is like seven days a week. It's like an hour and a half workouts and it is at home. It is, you don't need much equipment. Right. But still, it's a lot it's a that's a that's a big chunk and the reality is you don't have to work out seven days a week you know now maybe if you know you're a pro athlete or honestly even then it's not not going to be that helpful no so because you have to recover right and the reality is if you walk 30 minutes a day and did two days of working out 30 minutes each you're going to make a for most people, all the all the progress you need, that, that's going to be enough, mm-hmm. right? Now, don't get me wrong, then you get working out and you like it and maybe it helps you relieve stress and you do want to do it more frequently. There's plenty of reasons to do it more frequently. But, you know, don't make your baseline so high, so all or, or nothing. Um, you know, di- dial it down. So a good place to start could just be with sh- uh, the walk, a 10-minute walk, right? Because... The great thing, you're thinking, well, 10-minute walk, ultimately, what is that going to yeah, do? Yeah, what's the point? It is little and min- minor in the actual activity, but think of all the steps you have to go through and, and like how it helps you establish and prioritize these things because you are going to have to take time out of your day. You're going to have to have a little discomfort, right? Typically, you might have to go outside, Mm, do something Um, physical, you you know, you're putting aside other things to do this, even if it's for 10 minutes. So now what you're doing is you're practicing, prioritizing these things with just a 10 minute walk a day. And then guess what happens once you get going? Well, I'm out here actually yeah, am I gonna time. do just uh, maybe minutes. I'm enjoying this and you and you end up going longer it ends up being a thirty minute walk right but say you initially said well, I'm gonna do an hour, but then it's easy to be like man an hour and then I got maybe shower do this and I'm just not so you don't do it right where if you just say ten minutes, okay, I got that, and you're more likely to do it so that's a good like you know it's lower good, level it's a good base to have and then on
1: on times where maybe you need to fall back on something, you can still at least go for your walk every mm-hmm. day. And you then you're still getting your daily movement, the habit's still alive of you doing movement and setting aside time. And, you know, when maybe you do have time, like it's so much easier to transition into something that may be a little bit more than that.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. There's no excuse. You don't need special equipment. You don't, you can do it anywhere. It, it really comes down to what, where you're, priorities lie. Right? Yeah. So if, if you're not willing to do that, and establish that habit, uh, you're not going to make it doing the all or nothing approach that six you, days a yeah, week. Yeah, so intensely, or at least not on any long term sustainable amount. And then yeah, from there, yeah, add in two days a week at the gym, you know, doing some resistance training. And then maybe maybe eventually you bump that up to four, right? So two to four days and your walk and then Maybe you add in an additional one or two conditioning days. And yeah, there's times where you're able to, yeah, you're going five days a week, three strength days, conditioning at the gym, getting your walks in. And then, yeah, something happens. Okay, cool, no problem. I'll dial back down to just two days. And realize that, that's, that you're going to bounce between those things. But the key is you're not going nine, 10 months doing nothing.
1: Yeah. Because that's what's not effective. Versus maybe turning your dial down a little bit. I think we get caught up thinking like, oh, well, this isn't going to do anything. Why am I even going to do it, right? If you're used to training six days and you go down to three or two, it can be easy to feel like you're wasting your time because, oh, this isn't as intense as I normally do it. But really all you're after is just kind of maintaining where you're at in a period like that. And that's cool for unless you have a sport that you're training for, that is a perfectly cool place for all of us to live from time to time because you're not always going to progress you're not always going to be pushing it day in and day out and so being able to just maintain for nine months even like I don't see how that's even a bad thing
0: and here's the thing especially if your baseline is normally doing nothing for 10 months of the year and going all out for two if all you did was a daily 10-minute walk that is massive over time that is 3,650 minutes in the year that is S- almost 61 hours of walking so step back like if you went 61 hours walking last year versus an extra 61 hours of sitting
1: that's a big difference maker there, you know there's yeah. gonna be
0: a massive difference on so many factors not just you know, we're not even talking about burning calories from no. walking. We're talking about the fact that you're moving, the fact that you're standing, the fact that you're getting outside, getting, you know, sunlight. The, the, the benefits are numerous, right? And uh, on your physical and mental health. So, yeah, make make that your your, your baseline and try, try not to do nothing, yeah. right? And realize that for most of us, we don't even need to do it all, you know? Yeah. I know for me... It's 95% of the time I'm, I'm training three days a week at the gym, about 45 minutes, and getting a walk in every day. And, yeah, sometimes it is only 10 minutes. Uh, other time, And, honestly, yeah, this, when it's cold, that's all it would yeah. be the dog walk, right? And then, okay, that's good. But, and then when it gets nicer, it, the walks get longer, that's, right? That's where I land. But, ultimately, I don't beat myself up over, oh, now I'm only getting 5,000 steps in the dead of winter a day. Versus, you know, 10,000 or more other days. I'm still getting 5,000, right? So that is something to pat your back on. Uh, and then another one, maybe even more common, is exercise, people do enjoy. There is just, like, instant gratification with yeah, it. Yeah, there so is. So it's, it's almost, like, a little bit easier compared to nutrition Nutrition, man, because nutrition's hard. And then nutrition, we're bombarded, right, with... These plans, these diets, these uh, books, and it's Just very so much information, man. Mm-hmm. And people feel very strongly about it. And f- uh, nutrition is all day, all night, right? It's around the clock. It's something you know. Yeah, it's not ten minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something we have to work on or battle against it at all all times. And yeah, so most people, yeah, January hits. I'm gonna do whole thirty. So you cut out. Oh, here's a list of all the things to cut out, and. You know, even if you know you're not going to keep X thing out of your life forever, all you're really doing then is making you have a worse relationship with it because you're labeling this is something that's bad, yep. right? When the reality is we just need baby steps, right? So instead of I'm going to overhaul So say you're someone who drinks coffee for breakfast and grabs a packaged Little Debbie, right? Muffin. And then, yeah, for lunch, you go out, grab something, (coughs) out to eat. And then maybe between lunch and dinner, you're just snacking on what's at work or what's at your house. And then dinner comes, and it's like, let's end up getting takeout or ordering pizza. pizza, something maybe already packaged. And... Yeah, so you probably don't get groceries. You don't have a grocery list. Or if you do, it's super sporadically. Now all your meals are basically taking no, no food prep, no not much time. They're packaged in design, so they're going to be designed to taste delicious, heightened. You're working against a lot, right? So now if you're like, I'm going to do this diet. where I'm going to eat clean. Yep, where I cut out all these foods. So now... Technically, everything you do eat, you need to be cooking and well, to be cooking, you need to be grocery shopping. So that's the thing, like doing some all out, all or nothing diet isn't just like, oh, I'm just changing my diet. You it's have to one, make a lot of
1: changes in your life to be able to habit. do that.
0: Yeah. It's all that stuff. Starting with, now you got to make a list. Now you got a grocery shop. You, you got to plan. St- yeah. And then you got to stick to that list. Now you got to plan meals. Now you got to cook those meals. Now you have to enjoy those meals. And you got to stick to those (laughs) meals. Yeah. And they're not going to taste as good as the other stuff. Yeah. Initially. So
1: that's, I mean, you're turning the dial all all the way up almost. And that, you know, is a weird
0: expectation to have. Yeah. And then when you can't do it, you blame, we typically end up blaming ourselves. I'm a failure. It's my fault. I can't do this. When really it was doomed, the plan was doomed. And we are kind of a outcome of our environments, right? So... Step back, slow down. You know, instead of trying to eat all local, organic, every meal's planned perfectly balanced, and instead replace one meal. That's it. So in that hypothetical, uh, you'd only have a coffee and a what are what are the little debbies with the um the brown like cupcakes with the white swirls? Brown cup. Oh man,
1: I don't remember what those are called.
0: Those things. I know you're talking about. <laughs> it's like so the, the
1: the fake looking swirl on top that's yeah. like real perfect. Yeah. I don't remember. So what
0: what if that's your breakfast, right? Cool. Or or we'll even say you go to Starbucks and get your coffee and then grab two cake pops. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I can't get past grown-ups I cake know, cake. I can't either. <sighs> you picture a grown man. Just housing a cake whacking, pop <laughs> whacking back a cake pop for breakfast. <laughs> uh, or at any time really. Well, anyways. So you know what? Instead of the cake pop or the little Debbie, have a couple boiled eggs and a piece of fruit. And you know what? If you have pizza for lunch and um, Chinese food for dinner, Chinese food, that's fine. Make y- that one change. Work you're on still going to be meal. better off making the one change. And you know what? Eventually maybe that first meal leads to feeling more satiated and having better energy throughout the day and now you're motivated and then it's eventually two weeks in and you're, it's just a habit. You don't think about it. You don't have to think about it maybe now you work on that lunch, right? Or maybe now just, hey, I'm going to start making a grocery list, buying more food to have at home. Maybe you realize, you know what? Like I'm paying $4 for two boiled eggs at Starbucks. Now now let, let me make that one meal a little better. Then I'm going to make them at home, right? And now you're saving money. And now you're setting a good habit, much like just
1: walking every day of, mm-hmm. I'm going to make something at home. And then that, because cooking can be daunting yeah. for some people. And that makes it a lot easier for you to
0: cook more meals than just your hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're at the grocery store buying eggs. Well, kind of like the walk, right? Well, now you start at walking. Maybe let me keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm at the grocery store. Let me buy my lunch ingredients, right? Now let me yeah. experiment with some lunch meals. And guess what? You may, not, you may find some recipes that you don't enjoy or they're too complicated and yeah. they didn't taste good. That's fine.
1: That's part of it, man. There's plenty <laughs> of stuff I've made that I didn't yeah.
0: like. Keep trying, right? Baby steps. Di- a dial, not all or nothing. Not a light switch, right? And then, yeah, then that's how you find yourself buying a plot of <laughs> of land to grow a your fertile own. fertile gr- soil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, four years later, that's when you're, you realize you're a hippie and you moved. And organic farming is your passion. Yeah. But no one really goes from Funyuns
1: to Organic Farming. Nah. Nah, that's like a one in a million shot. But you can still f- end up mm-hmm. prepping and planning most of your meals eventually. Yeah. Um, and then you might hit a time in your life where like, maybe you do prep and plan most of your meals, but like you're working a full-time job, you're going back to school. So like it's not completely plausible to do mm-hmm. maybe as much as you were before, but you're still able to retain some of those habits
0: yeah and i've shared this before and i I mean i go back to it and it still is a good reminder for myself because sometimes you forget like how i eat now and yeah i am you know i do prepare all most of my meals and have everything structured and kind of know how much i'm eating and my portions but it didn't start like that i didn't i i think i've it's on my blog, but, you know, it's like how to get ripped eating chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's one of the best. And, of course, it's like the most popular blog post because I think people are <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. like, yeah, let's eat some chicken but then nuggets, But the reality bro. is the lesson it's trying to teach is, so I started with, uh, I was a picky eater, and then, uh, you know, you read fitness stuff, and you're like, you got to eat chicken. Well, I didn't really just eat. You know, I was like 20 at the time, right? Just regular plain chicken. It seemed disgusting. So I started getting, uh, well, these breaded Tyson thingies, right, frozen them in the they didn't have air fryers at the time it was like the old little mini oven yeah yeah, i'm eating eating more chicken right now it was breaded and essentially i kind of like fried chicken patties Mm -hmm. but it was before that i was just eating pringles right or you know you just grab whatever was convenient so i went from a snack snacking mindless snacking on junk to okay now i'm thinking about what i'm eating i'm getting oh i'm getting more protein in now then eventually kind of see some progress but hey let me do it and yeah then the chicken maybe turns into oh I found when I marinate the little chicken uh tenderloins right I enjoy it so like I would marinate those in Italian dressing and and then grill those up right so now I'm, I'm you're slowly making these steps right and that's how it works you know very few of us just are there automatically zero to to 60 real quick
1: yeah that that you will I mean I'm sure you will see people claim to do that or maybe can do that but it's it's the minority so when you see someone on the gram saying mm-hmm. they changed their
0: life overnight I, or what true. happens is and again i'm guilty of this you forget because then you start doing the things you do now for so long that mm-hmm. they're so ingrained you forget being a beginner yeah how long it took to get to the place where mm-hmm. you have all those habits you know and that like, took years right so sometimes I, you know we could be coaching people and be like man why can't they it's so easy to make these changes but the reality
1: is i mean it took you what 15 16 years it's well that was 16 years ago probably right yeah but
0: now obviously like i'll say i mean really it probably took like two years for you to make that you know and then yeah but then you feel great you you reach your maybe body composition goals you have more energy you sleep better and then it's just like oh well yeah this is my lifestyle. yeah why not Mm -hmm. yeah and that's something we have to remind ourselves too is that like we didn't get there overnight I remember, you know, Ben, Ben's talked about it before. Mr. King of plain beef and rice, but he started with he, you know, eating hamburgers, mm-hmm. you know, with the buns and the sauces and all that, and then slowly he was like, "Well, let me not use as much mayo, right?" And then just ketchup, and then eventually I'm going to try like to where he's just got down to the burgers <laughs> and then also noticed he was getting leaner and felt better and yeah, you know, went from there. So, it, it's normally a process. Absolutely. Again, so with your nutrition, have that have that dial right, and work through things, and realize that, and you know what, And setbacks and times where you have to step back to lower the dial, they're not wrong or bad. No, nah. they're part part of the process. Yeah, it's part of life, man. Because mm. the reality is, something will always come up. Always, you know. So you're on planned, perfect. It's just not going to um be that way. And then it's it's a it's a I think a bad expectation to set for yourself
1: that you're only able to do these things when every condition is perfect. And not even giving yourself credit that you can do things when you know life is being life and life is stressful and busy and we can make it work within that, but we tell ourselves almost with this on-off switch that I can only do this when x conditions are met and that's it and we know those conditions aren't realistic for really any of us you know unless mm-hmm. you're living in a convent
0: somewhere you know or I mean I'll, I'll share one example recently right I in you know own a gym right work has <laughs> been doing it for years and I was work training four days a week and you know with the business, this is like, yeah, we have certain goals and we're pushing and there's lots, you know, of changes going on and things to work on. And it was just that one extra workout was stress was, you know, cause then things that I wanted to get done, especially in the morning time, it's just, yeah, one extra day where it was just ended up being frustrating and clashing, right? So instead of training Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I just dropped back down. And I had only been doing that. Like I say, I always like, I'm gonna do a little more, right? But then I always end up dropping back down to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then that freed up my Tuesday and Thursday mornings. Mm-hmm. Then the work stuff fell in line better and the things I wanted to get done. And it was just better, right? But again, for my lifestyle, for everything I ha- I want to get done. And yeah, and I'm fine with that, right? So it's finding that balance.
1: Yeah, know? and it's different for everybody. Depending on, like, if you're a business owner, you have a little bit more to worry about than if you just go to a job. Mm -hmm. So that's also something to consider. If you have kids, that's another thing to consider. So just realize that what looks, you know, what's right for Gary might be different for me or even anybody else that comes to our, our gym. So you also have to kind of take a look at yourself and your situation and, you know, figure that out on your own, a little trial and error.
0: Yeah. I mean, I used to feel guilty because I technically have the time and can train every day. And you don't? And and I don't. And the reality is that every time I've tried to train like six days a week or or even seven, I don't enjoy it, right? Like after a while, I can do it for like a week or two, and then I start to not look forward to the training. And then it comes down to, well, I don't have – like there's no really ton of extra benefit. And if now it's starting to stress me out and I don't look forward to the sessions as much – well, you know, then it's yeah. a detriment at that point. And not saying that some people don't look forward to doing that seven days a week. Yeah, some people like it. But it's okay to just want to do less and, and find that minimum effective dose. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I you know, I have body composition goals I like to maintain. And if I didn't strength train and, you know, and that went down to zero and only walked, then I would also be unhappy, right? So for me, my minimum is typically... Uh, two, and even when I do two training sessions a week, then it's I want a little more. Mm-hmm. so again, now if I had to fall back to two, which I have for times, um it's fine, I'm comfortable with it, but I really enjoy like three days a week, three, yeah, um three's enough in 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 four, or two, but then like, uh, like I said with some with other stuff it kind of started to get in the way and that's more of like I could easily do four at different times but I'm very structured and like yeah um would prefer to just do three to not have to worry about it I'd rather have that extra morning time (coughs) be some work stuff I have to do versus Mm -hmm. the training session yeah no I get that Mm. so
1: turn the dial you don't have to be perfect Mm-hmm. None of us are and life will never be perfect. There's never a perfect situation. So if you ever ever found yourself saying like, oh, I'll just do this when I don't know when things are better or easier, they're probably not going to get much better or easier. It's just figuring out where you have time and starting really, really small and then turning that dial up or down. Yeah, that's it mm-hmm That's it. it's okay I mean it's and you're not a failure because you have to scale back on something I think it's another thing people run into they're like oh well I can't work out as much as I want to you know I th- I'm not gonna get the results I want yeah but we know that with even with two days a week you can get plenty of
0: results working out mm-hmm like yep. scientifically like especially if two if days of works baseline before was nothing yeah right so doing anything is always going to improve your conditioning your strength And then for most people who just want to look better, feel better, move better. um, Yeah, it's it's by far and away going to be enough. Um, And if you have a highly stressful life and other things, yeah, you need some recovery time and some too much training can be a problem. Right. Yeah. So and we've seen that, too. You know, our
1: people are just doing too much. They're overfilling their bucket a little bit and they need to scale back to three days a week and just walks when maybe they were doing five or six days of some intense stuff. So that's also another sign that maybe you need to scale back, Um, you know, if you are overstressed, not recovering, things Mm -hmm. like that. Yep.
0: So start small, create these little smaller dial spots, Mm -hmm. and ditch the all or nothing. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just your your three-week reminder. Yep. All right, everyone. We appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week with the guest, Amanda, who we had on before. A repeat. Yeah. I'm pumped. Digging into some deep, deep stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a forward good to it. All right. We'll
1: see you. Bye. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com.
0: We'll see you next time.